Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning, it's Saturday morning, that means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. So, um, it's my understanding that the uh, some sort of, like, big soccer game uh, just started. Um, and if you're tuning here on ESPN Radio um, to hear about soccer, um, I guess I need to go to a couple professional soccer uh, coverers that, that we have in the studio. Hey, uh, morning, RJ. Uh, what can you tell me about soccer? Football, yes. No, uh, football is great. Uh, the World Cup is <laughs> football fantastic. Is great. <laughs> football is great. Uh, tell you the truth, no, USA, they... they I laugh. You call me an expert, man. No, no. USA <laughs> has a chance to get Netherlands. That's the whole thing. Okay, go, go, USA. Red, white, and blue, baby. That's that's my that's my opinion, man. We're going to at least make it to top eight. So that's some in depth coverage um, right there from our soccer pro team. But I feel like I need a little bit more. Uh, Dan Watkins. Uh, Dan, welcome back for one. Uh, but God, what what can you what, give me some stats on soccer? Man, they really kicked the heck out of that ball. That's. <laughs> That's great all insight. Got. All right, all right. Well, then, I mean, hey, how's Tennessee doing, man? Oh, go Vols. Tough loss a couple weeks ago, but they're regrouping. They're hardy. We got Joe Milton slinging the ball. If you want to see a ball thrown 80 yards, just tune in to a Tennessee football game. Now, see, that's, that's what I call quality soccer coverage. As a matter of fact, I was talking to Dan this morning, and I said, what's even going on with college football? I mean, because because he's been out of town for two weeks. So I know nothing about college football. So uh, so we're so we've covered college football. We've covered soccer. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and skip the NFL um, at this point uh, because this is a motorsport show, and I think we've got uh, a lot to cover. But let's first talk about some uh, local events. RJ, hey, uh, what, what do you got on the calendar, man? Yeah, we always try to stick with the great local events that we have going on in. You know, New Mexico, of course, especially near us in Albuquerque. Man, there are actually a lot of these shows that are popping up that I'm I'm excited. I mean, I almost have a full list of car shows that I have going on. So super excited to see that. Of course, I mean, no true racing at the moment. We have the award banquet for Sandia Speedway that's going on today. That's going to be uh, the award ceremony dinner for the Clay Oval, NMDA, the Drift, Albuquerque Superlap. They're all going to be over today at the... The Banquet uh, Shiner Ballot uh, Abda Center, which is on uh, Zuni. So go out there if you are invited. Have a good time. Support their kind of, you know, award banquet. Uh, Vado is having this cool event where they're doing like a Christmas spectacular show that they have going on. So that one they're going to have throughout the weeks of December pretty much. But uh, it's from 6 to 10. This It's going to be yesterday was their first day. This will be the second day of the week. But it's going to be holiday display, holiday inflatables, music, s'mores, campfire, there's Christmas shops, I mean, much more. So go out. I mean, Raceway still finds stuff for people to come out during the off season. And Vado, they're really good with it. Well, and I think Sandia's got their, like, drive-through light 
display as well. So we'll uh, have to get more information on that. Um, likewise, I don't I don't think that's open every weekend. Maybe not quite open yet. Uh, but let's do talk some car shows or at least car related events uh, because the Albuquerque Twinkle Light Parade. Um, is tonight. What do you got on that, bud? Yeah, so Twinkle Light Parade is going to be at uh, the Ridgeway. It's roofing and restoration, pretty much. They're the main sponsor that's kind of bringing everything together. It's the Twinkle Light Parade that's going to be at 101 Bryn Mawr Drive, Southeast. It's actually going to be in Knob Hill. They're meeting at 515. Yes, 515 is when they are meeting. I always love when they do the little off dates like that. That's perfect. But, hey, it's official when they go. I got a little map if you're on Facebook Live. I even got a little map to show you. But, hey, they're going to go all throughout Knob Hill, a little bit downtown. I mean, you're going to see the fire trucks. You're going to see these souped-up cars. You're going to see everything with, like, the the outback, you know, like the kind of racks on top with crazy lights. and Sweet. I mean, uh, it's going to be a fun time. And, of course, it is a twinkle light parade, but there's going to be a lot of cool cars, a lot of cool events, a lot of good people. So go out and support. So we're going to start our next car show at uh, 9.04. That's Doesn't sort of right. like how we start the show, right? You yeah. know, it's like 8.04. We have to we have to pay some bills first. So I think that we're going to we're going to do that, you know, just to, just to be off kilter, just to go. throw everybody off. Hey, um, you better be there. <laughs> yeah, and so there's a bunch of toy drives going on, including we're going to be involved uh, with the uh, Toys for Tots drive next Sunday, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but it looks like you got a uh, another one on the list today. Sure do. Now, what's going on? So it's going to be the Vietos uh, Toy Drive. That's going to be from 12 to 4. This is going to be at American Legion's Lounge, uh, post 69, which is on 4th Street, actually. So 4th Street Northwest. And uh, after, so pretty much they're actually doing a thing where uh, they're getting everything revved up. It's going to be a toy drive. They're going to be great, uh, you know, people coming up. But actually, they're going right after. They're going to head up to Bernalillo for the 38th annual uh, light parade that they have going on. So they're kind of doing, hey, you know, go here, go for a good cause, and then go right after. I like when kind of, you know, these kind of like touring car shows that mm-hmm. are kind of like part of the toy drive. So it's uh, going to have a few car clubs that are going to be out there. It's going to start at 6.30, but, I mean, that that the Twinkle Light Parade. But, hey, it's a good cause. If you're in the 4th Street area, go donate a, a wrapped a new toy pretty much. It's for a good cause, especially this time of the year. So, hey, whenever there's a toy drive, there's still going to be awesome cars out there. Go out and support. Yeah, and you got something going on down in Alamogordo. Yeah, Alamogordo has their kind of quick... There's not too much information on this bad boy, but it's one of those, hey, I found it on Facebook. I'm going to at least give it some sort of shout-out. So it's going to be on Christmas on Main Street. So Main Street in Alamogordo, they're going to have a Christmas car show that's uh, presented by Immaculate. And it's going to be uh, from 4 to 9, so a good evening event. They're going to have a ton of lights, ton of great cars, ton of good people. There's going to be some uh, some kid rides that they kind of have around, so it's going to be a community event. But always give a shout-out, especially, I mean, Alamogordo. Hey, Far New Mexico, thank you so for your support. Absolutely. So uh, let's talk uh, next weekend, December 10th, you got uh, Elite Tuner. Um, I had a little confusion on that between the 2022 and the 2023 dates on that one. Sure do. No, they put the they put the calendar on. The, so they're going to be December 3rd, 2023. I was laughing about that. But this event is actually going to go on next week. It's December 10th, and uh, pretty much it's a it's a cl- it's a season closing car show that they have. It's going to have an awesome. Of course, the main thing is car show. But they're going to have a two step. They're going to have giveaways. They're going to have music and much more. It's going to be at Expo New Mexico. So you know it's such a cool environment. Whenever they have big shows out there, it's going to be from 4 p.m. At 9 p.m. So you know, go grade out, shout out. Well, and that's that's very. I wonder how much it costs to rent 
um, you know, uh, the Manuel Lujan building for like five hours, you know, on a, on, on a, you know, what is that? No, so that'll be on a Saturday. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the rate's probably even higher. You know more than me, Dave. Maybe the casino will to like tie into that or whatever, and you get like a free buffet or something um, with that. Actually, uh, in the studio with us, Dominic Aragon. Um, I throw out free buffet, and I you're noticed, speaking my language, man. I know. I noticed you like lit right up. Hey, hey, thanks for coming down this morning, man. I mean, uh, is there snow up in Santa Fe? There wasn't snow this morning up on the road, but. Got some rain on the forecast this weekend, so we'll see if that actually ice is over tonight or tomorrow. But no, quite a peaceful drive in. And I was thinking about it on the drive in this morning. Man, it's been two and a half years since I've been in the studio with you guys. What? I mean, we've done some call-ins. We've done okay, some stuff okay. on the racetrack. But, man, two and a half years to actually be in the flesh in the ESPN Albuquerque studios. Wow. Well, um, it's sounding great. Looking good. Uh, congratulations. This is the... Uh the first Christmas with a baby? Oh, man, I know. So many blessings to be thankful for this year. Our son was born last month. I got married last month as well. I'm sorry. Yeah, two months ago there already. That's yeah, fine here, man. Yeah, you were at the wedding. Yep. The soaps were there. And, and then we reconnected with some family that we lost touch with in June. Man, my grandma, she's from Peru. Long story short, we connected with some relatives on the East Coast. It's been a great year, man. So many great things personally and professionally, but especially on the personal side. Well, Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, coming in. We're going to talk some NASCAR, of course, later when we have uh, Dominic in the studio. But uh, uh, let's give a shout-out. Uh, Subaru um, is going to have their first annual holiday show and toy drive. Uh, we'll have some more information on that because, of course, that's next Sunday um, at the same time that we're going to be doing the 16th annual uh, Toys for Todd show. It's going to be right up here by the studio, as a matter of fact. Um, it's up here on 1530 Barbara Loop, uh, which is basically just behind uh napa uh, on 528 and sarah so be uh, uh super easy to find uh but uh you know buckle up stay tuned we're going to talk about drag racing on the other side that's right the uh winter meltdown going on down at, yeah, out at uh, odessa texas i i mean would it be out or just east or I, i'm not even sure where odessa is is it out by roswell or something like anyway. southeast of here right anyway yeah we'll we'll figure that out on the other side we we got a whole three minutes to figure that out You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team, with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Well, we have breaking news. Uh, I guess somebody scored a goal. Hey, uh, Dan, was it us or them? It was them. Okay. 10th minute, Netherlands scored a goal. All right. Okay. So there you go. So you see, we're keeping you tuned on all that's going on um, with the uh, European uh, football. So I think it's called soccer, European soccer, football. Anyway, hey, football let's, uh, let, let's get back to our task here. Uh, let's talk some drag racing uh, going on uh, last night and today. Winter Meltdown 7. Uh, joining us is Paul Fields. How you doing, man? What's up, David? Sorry, sorry about that soccer break-in. 
Uh, we'll, oh, it's all good. We'll make it up to you. All right. So, uh, uh, racing down in Odessa, Texas. Uh, this thing's on Flow Racing, man. This is this is a big deal. Tell us what's going on yeah. down there. Uh, yeah, we're doing the winter meltdown. Like you said, winter meltdown seven. Uh, no prep. Maddie and uh, Matt Plukin. Uh, they always have uh, pretty uh, wild events. Uh, Bounty Hunters earlier this year was great. Winter meltdown uh, this weekend. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. I brought the Maverick down. Uh, to run 7-0 index last night was crazy, crazy. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. It was 80 degrees when we got here, and uh, it stayed in the mid 60s all the way until we left at about 11 last night. And unfortunately, today it's 44 degrees and super windy. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. <laughs> but that's what happens when you're on the plains out there in Texas, man. The, the weather, uh, the weather changes. But uh, talk a little bit about no prep. Um, and how that's different than what we typically see uh, over at Albuquerque Dragway. So, you know, basically in the name, no prep. I mean, they don't do any track prep at all. They don't drag it. Uh, they sweep it off. Gary uh, Gary Gardenhire, the owner of Pinwell, sweeps it off. Uh, there's no VHT put down. There's no dragging at all anytime during the weekend. Uh, basically what happens Friday night, you go out on a green track, and the more cars that go down the track, it basically preps it without prepping it. So the as the weekend progresses, today we'll get out there and the track should be relatively sticky. Last night it was um, it was uh, it was very interesting. The first I went out first round and uh, went A to B. Uh, the, and like I said, we're on a seven zero index. I went seven zero five, and uh, I don't know the track just kind of went away after that for me. I didn't make it down again the rest of the night, but um, um, there was uh, some extremely fast passes. Brad, Brandon Sadland uh, with the junkyard dude won. The big tire cast days last night. Um, he was going ADB. The car was flying. Um, but uh, there's some there's some pretty big high horsepower cars here, and a lot of them were just I mean just going ADB. It was pretty exciting to see. Um, and I don't I, I I still don't know who won small tire, uh, but I do know that Brad Brandon won big tire. Um, but there's a there's a couple heavy hitter hitters out here. Brody Melton from Street Outlaws is here. Cody Baker from Street Outlaws. Um, Brandon's done one or two no prep king events um th- uh, this past year uh kayla morton was supposed to be out here she's not here um but uh yeah there's i mean there's some pretty heavy hitters a- adam jennings is here uh with the dark horse but he didn't bring his car he's uh helping brody and uh, cody baker tune their cars well i noticed there's uh, a lot of different classes that are running i mean you got big tire small tire um a, a class called junior varsity and of course um the indexes um, full truck, full size truck. Um, some big purses, yeah. dude. Um, yeah, ten, I mean, ten grand, to, ten grand to win for big tire, and ten grand to win for small tire. Well, I mean that's pretty amazing. You also got uh, the junior dragsters running in, in True Street. Did did you tell right. Tony dragsters down there? Uh, Jaden is out here. Uh, Forrest, Forrest is actually done with juniors. He's getting into the RC no prep stuff. That's what he wants to do. So, uh, we left the juniors at home. Uh, I'm doing media, of course, uh, for, for, uh, for Matt. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I bought the Maverick back with the intention of no prep racing it, you know, as much as I could. So we brought it down here. And, uh, uh, like I said, it's run, it's running okay. We had some issues with, uh, spinning and some tra- we had some transmission issues out last night. We're going to head out to the track to figure out what that was about. Um, but actually the junior purse started out, it was 1500 to win, 700 per second and 250 per quarters. And by the time last night was over, the purse is now up to fifty five hundred. Wow! Wow! Dang! 
Yeah, so uh, Toby Knock donated, like, I think he donated a grand. Uh, Brody Melton put, I think, a grand, uh, and then a couple other racers. And that usually happens at these big no-prep races, um, especially the ones that Matt puts on with Project X Promotions. Uh, these guys come out here on Friday night, and they're like, hey, this is for the junior purse, and they just start adding to it. And every time I've been to one of these races, by the end of the night, the junior purse is over five grand every time. Wow. How many participants so, are you guys expecting tonight, and how many spectators? Uh, it was actually pretty full yesterday. I don't know how the turnout's going to be today because, like I said, it's a, it's quite a bit colder. But there was a lot of people out there last night. Um, but there's, I'd probably say there's somewhere between 35 and 40 cars in 7.0, same amount in 6.0. Um, there's 17 or 18 big tire. There's 22 small tire. Um, and then there's, you know, people that are grudge racing and doing all that stuff. Um, I don't really know too much about the junior varsity class but i know it's you know probably a mixture of you know whoever doesn't fit in in any of the other categories um i know there's a blown a blown alcohol mustang that's running in junior varsity today um and then you know there's like a nissan z so like i said it's just a a plethora of different cars for the junior varsity it's kind of like a catch-all class for whatever your car doesn't fit yeah it's a it's a 5.3 et breakout um okay factory yeah. roof and quarters stock style front suspension no wheelie bars so there yeah <laughs> you don't got to keep yeah. that thing on the ground uh that sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> yeah tell us about your maverick build bud uh so the car's name is rolling thunder me and my dad actually built the car around 11 years ago and actually the car helped me uh, get sober and stay sober off of drugs we built it raced it my dad sold it five years ago to somebody in Moirity. And it um, sat in his shop for four years. The shop actually caught fire. Oh my goodness! And uh, the car was—it wasn't burned, but it was—it had a lot of smoke damage. The top of it was completely singed, um, and the whole underside of it had a bunch of smoke damage. Uh, the family contacted me after the guy that bought it passed away from cancer. Uh, we went back and forth for four or five months. They finally called me and said, "Hey, come pick up the car." And now it's gone through a complete transformation. It's painted. Um, the motor's been uh, gone through. Uh, it's got new slicks, new front runners. Uh, we just did, redid all the brakes. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's a labor of love for sure. But uh, we're, sure, we're sure having a lot of fun driving it. Uh, my wife's going to drive it next year. And then Forrest is going to start learning how to drive it uh, probably mid-year next year and, you know, just kind of putter around the pits in Roswell and, you know, try to get used to driving it with no power steering and stuff. And then... Um, at the end of the year, we'll try to get uh, and make a couple passes, uh, or at least you know, kind of get used to driving it a little bit more. And then, once he's old enough, uh, the year after that, to start kind of you know making some passes down a track, then we'll get him you know in the car for some passes. Well, and that's that's a great story, um, and uh, it's funny because I, I saw your pictures where um, you painted it, um, and I mean it looks fantastic, but I almost thought God, I kind I kind of like it a little a little rugged. Um, right. I mean, you know, I mean, what's your, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, it, I mean, like I said, it's, it's kind of, uh, like I said, a labor of love. It means a lot right. that it looks, I, you know, David, you know me, I'm obsessed with my cars. Look, my truck's always clean. My race cars yep. are always clean. I just, you know, I like to have that clean look. My son is obsessed with, you know, having stuff clean. It's just, you know, the cleaner, the look, the better, but we got letters for it. George over at the creative enterprises knocked it out of the park. Nice. Um, I'm excited to do that. We did a full tribute to my dad's, uh, uh, military history with, um, you know, uh, 
uh, a Huey helicopter in the background, and it's got camo, and uh, it's going to look really cool nice. um, when it's done. And then Dave Campos actually painted the car for us uh, in one weekend, uh, and again, he knocked it out of the park. It looks great. Um, so we're just trying to, once we get the stickers and stuff on it, then I'll be, uh, you know, real happy with the way it looks. It looks great now. Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, I don't know, I just, I wanted it all one color. I didn't like the fact that it had, you know, four or five different colors of primer on it and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I get that. I mean, I, I can definitely get both sides. Hey, how could people, uh, follow the work that you're doing this weekend? Uh, so I, the, the cell phone service at the track is real bad, okay. and Flow Racing actually has a uh, um, a uh, uh, cell phone blocker that they use sometimes to uh. so people can't because they have exclusive media rights. Right. Uh, so really, you have to you know watch Flow Racing. It's 150 bucks. You know, I it's a lot of money for you know me to spend to watch one race, but right. you know you do get a bunch of extra stuff throughout the year. You can watch you know Funny Car Chaos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, through Flow Racing, um, but. Uh, I'm sure that there will be people going live uh, at some point in time during the weekend. I'm going to post some videos, and, of course, I'm doing media. I've got uh, my camera with me, so we'll be doing some, uh, some posts a little bit later on today. But uh, cool. I will try to go live at some point in time if I can get the cell phone service out there out of that track. is horrible, yeah. and it always is. Yeah, I got you, and, and I, I know those whole uh, media right things. So, hey, thank you for coming yeah. on, man, and, and keeping us posted on what's going on out there. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure, Dave. All right, we'll see you. Have a good one. All right, so the other thing with Flow Racing, um, we're not far away from the Chili Bowl. We're not. We're actually not far away from the Tulsa Shootout. Um, you can get yourself an, an annual subscription, um, and you can tune into those things. So definitely, definitely worth checking it out. And uh, I know you're nodding there a little bit. I mean, Flow Racing is going to be carrying some NASCAR races. Um, as well. What, what do you know about that? Have you heard much about that, Dominic? So I, I really don't know too much about yep. it, but I know Flow Racing, and they're trying to take that next, I think, next level, right? Because we, right. we know we have the TV contracts, but then we have these subscription-based places, and, and they try to make the, yep. the coverage a little more enhanced. So, yeah, well, I guess we'll see how it all plays out. All right. Well, we got a whole lot more coming up on the other side. We're, we're going to try and catch up with Spencer Hill. That's right. We're going to have another edition of Where's Spencer? Ooh. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, New Mexico. This is Alex Bowman, driver of the 48 Ally Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to Spencer Hill and David Slope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. This is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Um, and going on in Pensacola, Florida, actually Five Flags uh, Raceway is the Snowball Derby uh, going on Friday practice had uh, Derek Thorne uh, with one of the top times, uh, you know, Bubba Pollard, uh, which is going to be there towards the end of the race, I'll guarantee you, um, second. But you got the uh, cup racers of Noah Gregson actually with the sixth top time. 
on and Eric Jones uh, with the eighth. Um, Dominic, I mean, you know, I, I heard that uh, that uh, Brad Kozlowski uh, was going to go out and run in this race. I mean, what's your thoughts of, of these guys getting involved in um, in racing and stuff? Uh, you know, kind of some of the some of the big short track events. I think it's great for not only the sport of NASCAR, but great for those local economies, those local tracks when you can sell more tickets. Hey, we're going to have a headliner here. We're going to have a former NASCAR Cup Series champion and current competitor be in our field. And, and that Snowball Derby, that race has been so great over the years to really see up-and-coming talent as well. On the flip side of that, recall about 10 years ago, Eric Jones, in his own equipment, beat Kyle Busch in the Snowball Derby, and that caught the eye of Toyota Racing Development, ultimately led to his ride at Joe Gibbs Racing. I think it's great. It's nice to see these guys not forget where they come from and go and race some of these local and marquee events. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so joining us now is Spencer Hill. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. Well, we, we started jumping into the Snowball Derby. I know um, you're doing some uh, renting on some late models this weekend. Where are you at? So this weekend, I'm at Las Vegas Motor Speedway at the Bullring, the little track right next to the big track that everybody's used to. And we have open comp going on this weekend. So uh, a lot of super late ball racing going on over here as well. I know the best of the best are over in Pensacola right now, but uh, everybody that did not make that trip is right here this weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. What did you say the name of the event was? What's that? Well, what's the name of the event? The, it, it, it's open comp, so open competition. Oh, okay. Run I, what you brung. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you used a different word than comp. So, okay, because this is a family show, Spencer. I mean, you, oh. you, you got you to gotta be careful. So, so talk about. I mean, you know, kind of. I mean, I know that you know you had a shot to to head out to Snowball Derby, um, but what do you, what do you think so far? I mean, we got the the snowflake that they're going to be running as well as the snowball. Um, who, who do you like in that race? So there, there's a lot of people to look out for. First of all, I want to look at the Rackley War team. Look at Jake Bowman. That's another guy that's been running a lot over here in the Southwest. He qualified really, really well, and uh, he, he's doing a great job over there. Of course, his teammate this weekend is Josh Berry. He qualified on the pole over there at the Snowball Derby. So that's one of the guys that I'm looking forward to. Uh, and, man, I, I'm so excited to see this race, guys. Yeah, and I know that you've raced um, with Noah Gregson. Uh, Noah's uh, uh, starting six in this race. Now, I'm not familiar. Has has Noah competed in this event before? He has. He is actually a past winner okay. in the Snowball Derby, a multi-time winner. And you can't ever count a guy like that out. I mean, anybody like this uh, is going to be up there at the front at the end of this thing. I mean, look at the competition level, guys. When you have Brad Keselowski qualifying 43rd it, it is it's difficult to count anybody out that that's absolutely um phenomenal um uh, how, how would how would we um be able to like compare a track like uh, a track like uh five flags to you know say you know the bull ring in hey. vegas i mean what, what kind of size is the track uh what kind of competition do you think is it a single groove multi-groove track yeah five flags speedway is really difficult because it is so line sensitive. I mean, everything about that place is just fast, fast, fast. So, uh, a place like that is, is really difficult to compare to anything out here in the Southwest. So, um, man, it, I'm telling you guys, this, this place is really, really different than anything we have 
out here locally. So, um, man, it, it, it's going to be one heck of a show, guys. I, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Well, tell us about the um, event you're going to be at today. So the op, uh, the open comp over here in Las Vegas Motor Speedway at the Bullring. Um, it's literally a run what you brung type of show, and uh, anything goes for the most part, guys. I mean, we just had qualifying yesterday. Dustin Ash set it on the pole. Donnie Sandhours, he's going to start on the outside of the front row. Uh, both of those are Sigma race cars over here. And like I said, it, it, it is some really, really good ring. Um, it's going to be some good competition as well. Uh, over two dozen race cars uh, just going for it. Well, that's fantastic. Hey, thank you for uh, jumping on this morning, and, and good luck out there, man. Hey, thank you guys very much. I appreciate you guys having us on. And I uh, hope everybody has a really good race day. Don't forget, we also have a big race at the Dome. Super late models on dirt going on tonight as well. So uh, a lot of good racing going on over here in the winter. Oh, it's fantastic. All right, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you uh, when you get back. All right, you guys. You guys have a great show. Appreciate everybody having me on. Uh, and everybody tuning in to the Snowball Derby tonight. Awesome. Well, that was uh, Spencer Hill, of course, with the uh, segment. Um, where the heck is Spencer? Because uh, we, we we were doing that a couple of years ago. Whereas every weekend we didn't know um, where he might wind up. But uh, I mean, as you get ready to watch uh, the race uh, this weekend, I mean, what what would you look for um, in there? Are you starting to look to see some of the up and coming drivers, or there, you know, like uh, Derek Thorne or Bubba Pollard? Of course, we saw him in the the Superstar um, uh, uh, racing over the summer. I mean, what, what, do you, what are you looking for in the race? I think you look for a little bit of all of that. You want to see how some of these new guys, how are they going to race against veteran drivers? Some of these guys that are staples in this race, who are the comers and goers? How is the racing going to be from start to end? Who can move through the field? Who's going to fade? Who has the best car at the end when it really, really counts? I think you take all that into the, the factor, too. And when you're looking at that ticker, I don't know about you, Dave, but I like to see, okay, how many names do I know and how many names do I not know? Right. And why do I not know this name? Should I know this name? Right, and I do think that you're seeing a lot more of the younger drivers that are starting to travel, um, and they have places to go. As a matter of fact, with uh, Kyle Larson coming up with that the Wednesday night series um, for uh, for dirt track sprint car midget racing, uh, I, I hear about late models uh, pro series that they're they're talking about um, to where you know people that are in you know full body cars um, can move their way up because. Uh, um, and it's 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 tough when you've only got a couple of ways to actually make your your way into the sport. Uh, you mentioned uh, you said it was Bobby Allison's birthday today. Bobby Allison, NASCAR legend, eighty five time winner in the Cup Series. He turns eighty five years old today. Wow, um, uh, uh, amazing! And you know, I mean the the uh, the the drivers that come from that family, the stories. You know, um, you know some of the most you know famous video in the sport um, involves the Allisons and. Uh, uh, hey, how, I wanted to ask you, how's uh, Jeff Bodine's book coming? How are you guys doing? Getting yeah, close? We're, we're very close. We're very, very close. We were, in fact, talking about that a few days ago. I, our goal is to have everything complete before the end of the year and then kind of move forward with those next steps. But, man, what a fun process that has been. And, and Jeff and I will sit there and talk. And, well, hold on, let's let's add this in. or Hold on, we need to go back and we need to revisit this and touch up on it. And, and he even made a joke. He goes, man, this story's not going to be done until I die. Right. <laughs> but... No, we, we I think we're really close. I you ask him, I think we're about ninety some percent done. I think we're about ninety seven, ninety eight percent done. We're we're very close, and yeah. it's been exciting with the whole process. Man, it's been years working on this thing, but we do want to tell it right. We do want to make sure the story is told 
in his words and in his voice and perspective, and, and I think we're getting there. Well, and I think that you want to have it finished while he's alive so he can enjoy the fruits of his labor, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's definitely going to come out after he passes. I mean, there's 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 no question about that at, at all, but... Uh, uh, what a what a great guy! I mean, and and a lot of stories, a lot of history. I mean, the number five. I mean, the whole uh, the whole bit. I mean, Hendrick now with the, with the most victories um, of any team in NASCAR, and that was the first victory. Yeah. I mean, we, we all start somewhere. What do you think about the fact that um, Hendrick says they, they don't? They're going to keep the forty eight. They're 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 not going to give that to Jimmy Johnson. I'm I'm not surprised at all because the forty eight has seven championships, right? And yes, it was Jimmy Johnson's, uh, but you know he didn't foot the bill, right? I mean, he exactly. he put the foot on it. He did a great job, but but at the same time, I mean, those victories stay with a car number. 100%. So I mean, yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? No, I agree with that on the team too aspect of you don't see drivers take their numbers. You see the team own that, and even NASCAR gives those preferences to the teams. It's not the drivers; those teams keep the numbers. And yeah, it might have been a nice gesture. Jimmy Johnson getting to take the number 48 with him to the Petty GMS Johnson adventure that they're starting in 2023. But yeah, Hendrick Motorsports owns that number, and, and they have the preference and the priority to it. I don't blame Rick Hendrick for keeping that. You didn't see Jeff Gordon retire the 24 because he wanted to retire. Not that he did, but Hendrick kept the number going. Right. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, I mean, it's went to the number nine, you know, uh, with Chase Elliott and had, you know, a lot of success with that car number. Um, as well. All right. Well, we're going to have you stay over so we can talk um, some more NASCAR. Talk a little bit about, I mean, kind of the highlights. And, and there was a few lowlights, you know, from 2022 as well. Uh, but not as many as I thought we were going to have at the beginning of the season. So uh, buckle up. we got one more segment to go, but we got to pay a few bills right now. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey Albuquerque, this is Denny Hamlin of the number 11 FedEx Express Toyota with Joe Gibbs Racing. You are listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22, Shelpenzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Oh, there's a, there's a NASCAR trade. No. Oh, no, so I guess the Netherlands scored again. What, what's the update? Right before halftime, in extra time in the 45th minute, Netherlands got the ball off of a U.S. attack and scored another goal. Oh. 2-0, Netherlands. Ooh. Who cares? Ooh. Oh, sorry. Wait, what did you say? The, the best the, the best thing about soccer is the, the ball looks like a checker flag? There we go. Yes, the <laughs> soccer ball looks like a flying checkered flag. <laughs> All right, well let's let's get back to as a matter of fact, um the the award show is gonna show tonight, but it was Thursday. Correct. Um I mean did, was there any doubt on who the most popular driver is? I mean clearly I, I, I haven't heard. Yeah, so for the fifth straight year, 
Chase Elliott is your most popular driver in the NASCAR Cup Series. He's won the award since 2018 after Dale Earnhardt Jr. stepped away. But Chase is your most popular driver. I will say, though, I don't know if you guys saw the social media, but Ryan Blaney's smear campaign against oh. Chase Elliott, saying he doesn't like wings and all this stuff, trying to just defame Chase Elliott, but even that didn't work. Chase Elliott's still your most popular driver. Well, you know, that's because, I don't know if most people know, but about five years ago, I think it was, they changed the voting. That only women were allowed to vote, oh. which which is which is why you know I thought that maybe uh, Ryan Blaney would actually make it, you know I mean because he he's pretty pretty popular with the ladies. That's true. Yeah, he is the yeah, ladies I mean, and the moms. Mm-hmm. I mean you know so anyway, um, <laughs> you, you were talking about um, di- your podcast. So you guys did some uh, um, some fake awards. Uh, yeah. what, kind of, what kind of fake awards were you doing? Yeah, some background here. So I co-host the Let's Go Racing podcast with NASCAR racer David Starr and yeah. friend of the show, Tyler Jones. He's a national broadcaster. And we were talking about some fake awards earlier this week leading up to the NASCAR award ceremony. These obviously are not handed out by the sanctioning body, but kind of like inspired off of the NFL. Man, let's start with the most MVP award. So in your opinion, Dave, if you look at the entire season or if we're looking at like the NFL – and looking at just the regular season, those first 26 races, who would be the NASCAR driver that would win the MVP award? The most valuable most valuable player. The MVD mm. award, I guess. The MVD, most valuable driver. Yes. Um, for his team, I, and I, I mean, to me, I guess you've got to look at Trackhouse. I mean, because they came out of, you know, kind of nowhere. Um, and, and Ross Jastain. Now, of course, you excluded the playoffs, right? Because you yeah. did the first 26 races. So we can't, you know, can't use the Hail Melon. Um, but he still had, I mean, quite quite a season. I mean, uh, when when all the other drivers were, you know, like talking about whether they wanted to take him out or we're going to end his championship season or anything that was happening. I mean, you know, spinning uh, spinning people out to win races. I mean, I, I'd have to say that you know the most valuable driver to his team because I mean I, I could already see RJ his mind is thinking about oh my god we're not going to get into these. Um, MVP arguments again, right? Because it's like, you know, most valuable player, most valuable player for by position, most valuable player, you know, I mean, it's it's an open one. But I, I'm going to have to say that I, I'm going to go on my own criteria um, because, I mean, I'm sitting here also thinking, I mean, Tyler Reddick, I mean, you know, Tyler Reddick, I mean, had, had a heck of a season knocking on the door, got spun out in the dirt track, you know, in the dirt race and all kinds of stuff. But I, I think I'm going to stick with, Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain, I like that. I would say Chase Elliott, just to, for the sake of argument, five of wins in the regular. Of course, I mean, of who course, am I, I mean, I'm not I mean, arguing somebody on something or some yeah, sort of yeah, point? Yeah, well, you come, you come, you know, from Grants, you know, I mean, you got the it's a smaller town, and, something you know, in the water you got out that there. Small town guy, you know, with with Chase Elliott. I mean, in in, in Grants, do, do they ring the bell? I mean, do they have a a place where they they ring the bell? You know, uh, the only bell like that? that rings is the Saint Teresa Church. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the kinds of uh, what are the kinds of fake awards? Yeah, we were talking. In the most valuable crew chief. Who do you Ooh. think was the most valuable crew chief of 2022 in the Cup Series? You know, I, I I'm I'm not good on my crew chiefs. You know, and so I mean, you know, I I, I would have to say who do I know as a crew chief? <laughs> First off, uh, I don't know. I mean, what 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 did you guys come up with? Who was the most valuable crew chief? Well, as we were mulling that back and forth, Tyler mentioned. Randall Burnett, the number eight team. And I thought, yeah, Randall's great yeah. because that eight car was always off sequence. They were doing something different. Right. But for the first time in years, Dave, that eight car, that second RCR car was running up at the front more often than it wasn't. Right. And Tyler Reddick was outperforming that equipment. And Randall Burnett, I think, was doing the best he could off that pit box. I think he'd be the crew chief of the year. Well, and that that's a really good topic because 
I, I have noticed more crew chief moves in the in the silly season, in the off season, than I could recall. But because you're the historian, I mean, is is this a record number of crew chief moves in the off season? I'm going to have to get back with you on that. But I, I, I feel like that would probably be pretty ranking pretty high, yes. Well, I'm going to say, I mean, you know, junior motorsports, when, when all of them move, you know, I mean, they're, they're taking a page out of, uh, you know, Coach's book where it's like, hey, let's, let's move people around. I mean, you've also got, you know, Hendrick is moving some crew chiefs around. Of course, you know, a retirement kind of always kind yeah. of starts, you know, to move that. But uh, I was sitting here going, gosh, I mean, uh, I didn't even know who he crew chief for before, you know. Yeah. So it was like, uh, you know. So other than that, I mean, I don't really know. But I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was fascinating. Sure. Um, I, I'd love to get your opinion on. Uh, I mean, the next gen, you know, car, uh, it, it phenomenal first season. Already talked about, you know, next gen two point you know, because of some of the safety features and other things. Um, I, I personally thought, well, of course they're going to evolve it. You know, I mean, with with really no testing, if you will, none of the other things that we get to do. I mean, things are going to evolve. Um, were you pleasantly surprised or disappointed uh, with the next gen car? I'd say honestly, the short answer is yes on both of that because the racing was great, but the the safety stuff yeah. definitely took I, I think an overshadowing of how great the racing truly was. You hear drivers, you hear fans talk about how racing was in the 1990s. You'd have comers and goers. Even Jeff Gordon said in his book that he wrote in 2003, that that separation between first place and 30th place in the Cup Series was not that much because you had the best drivers, the best teams, the best talent. I feel like we really saw a lot of that. Yes, NASCAR wanted a car that would showcase more of the driver talent and less on the equipment, and I think we got that this year. So many comers and goers, so many drivers that would start up at the front and fall back, so many drivers that would start and win stages but not finish in the top 10, or drivers that you wouldn't expect to win polls or lead laps. We saw a lot of that. We saw 19 winners across 36 races. Any of the top 28 were pretty much any driver that could have won any kind of race this year on any kind of surface, and and I, I think it was great. The racing was great, but however, those injuries with Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, drivers being vocal on how these hits were hurting. I heard somebody compare it to like, if you, let's say you're in a shopping cart as a kid. Well, you know if you're in a shopping cart and you hit something or you hit one of those barriers and you have that sudden stop, you're going to fill it because that shopping cart doesn't crumble. That would be kind of like on a small scale comparison on how to, to make, to be able to visualize and to be able to really see how an injury like that would be. You're going to fill any kind of little bump in that. You're going to fill any kind of hit that you take in a shopping cart. That's what some of the drivers have compared it to. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, we talk about you know, concussions and, you know, the helmet's there to, you know, protect you, but then the helmet becomes part of the problem, um, you know, in, in so many different sports. But, you know, in the neck restraints and, you know, all the other things, it's like sometimes, uh, you know, I, I mean, I experienced this in the past with um, I had a business and we shipped a lot of stuff. And the better that we built the box, sometimes the, the worse we destroyed the stuff inside. So we weren't actually – so we tried to build in crust zones and stuff too, sure. um, just, just mailing stuff. But um, – uh, we only got a little bit of time left. Uh, I just want to throw out uh, um, Joey Logano, um, Hall of Fame driver. Absolutely, especially with a multi-champion now, only the 16th driver in NASCAR history to win at least two championships. He has definitely solidified his place in the NASCAR Hall of Fame, if he hasn't already. I mean, even had he not won the championship this year, you could make that argument. 28 career wins, and about 20 wins seems to be the threshold to get into the NASCAR Hall of Fame just off Cup Series wins alone. And the fact that he has two championships now, absolutely. I, now, 
The question is, how many wins does he end up with? How many titles does he end up with? That remains to be seen, but he's only 33 years old. He's been racing in the Cup Series full-time since 2009. He's even said before, it's it's a job, it's work, it, it's stressful, but the winning's worth it. The winning's fun. Next year, uh, 2023, uh, are we going to see Ty Gibbs uh, win a Cup race? I think you can make that argument, and, and he even said it this week in Nashville leading up to the awards banquet. That seat time, the unfortunate circumstances surrounding Kurt Busch, got him 15 Cup Series starts in 2021, and he said he's very thankful for that because he was able to adapt and grow as a racer. I think that experience will show in 2023. Uh, final question. Let, let's talk some trucks. Zane yes. Smith. Um, how, how long till Zane Smith is full-time in an Xfinity car or a Cup car? Well, Front Row Motorsports knows they have a great asset in Zane Smith, and I think that's why they're letting him run some Cup races with the organization this upcoming year. They're going to fill them in the Daytona 500 and select other races. I believe they haven't announced at this time how many races that's going to be or where he's going to be running at. But Zane Smith, valuable gem. They are doing it right. They've built the program there at Front Row Motorsports. I think we see Zane Smith in the Cup Series, Xfinity Series in the next year or two, but I think Front Row is going to try to keep him. That's fantastic. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, uh, RJ. Uh, thank you, Dan. And uh, nobody's scored yet, right? Another score? Yeah, we, we, we don't care. All right. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it.